0: Hi, this is Chris, and this is John, and you're listening to the Nerdy Dadcast. How you been the past couple weeks, John?
1: What have you been up to these days? You know, I've been pretty good. I've been, uh, hanging out in the neighborhood and, uh, not you up know, to no good. Not up to no good. Well, you know, breaking maybe a couple of uh, the public health officer's rules. But, you know, in the <gasps> most part, I've been doing pretty good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The, uh, yeah, I've been doing not too bad. I mean, all things considered. And we've been not up to, to no good in the neighborhood for reasons we're going to get into in this week's episode or in this, to, how do you say, like, when you say this week, this,
1: this bi weeks episode, it's really hard to tell, isn't it? I mean, what's a week or a month or even a year these days? So, I mean, yeah, we can get some civics. We can say bi week or you know, fortnights. I don't know. Like, yeah. Oh,
0: the for- this fortnight Fortnight's episode.
1: episode. Maybe, That's we- right. we're- yeah, we'll pick up listeners.
0: Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna drop into. Uh, I don't even know what the landmarks are in Fortnite these days, but. We'll talk about Fortnite every fortnight. You know that's that's what a podcast should do. Right? There has to be a Fortnite podcast that gets published every fortnight. I'm sure there probably is. We just haven't and, caught into it yet. And if if there isn't, I'm gonna after this this is done, <laughs> I'm gonna go and search the Fortnite Fortnite. And if there is not a Fortnite Fortnite, I may contemplate <laughs> registering it just for the sake of saying I own the Fortnite Fortnite.
1: You probably should. Yeah, add it into your podcast network and everything.
0: Well, there's the, I mean, my my hockey one, my uh, Vancouver Titans, Toronto Defiant one. There's an early dad cast. Someone was trying to explain to me I should start up one of the barbecues called the uh, Golden Grills.
1: <laughs> That'd be pretty good, yeah.
0: You know the golden like, and there's so many different ways you can play with Golden Grills. Like Golden being my last name, Grills obviously the Golden Grills. Thank you for being a friend. Throw the meat on the barbie again.
1: Yeah, yeah let's not go there right now. I need some work. We should. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: There's Respawn Point Set, which is an uh, actual podcast idea I had, and it just never came to be. And now, the Fortnite Fortnite. There we go. Anywho, this is what happens when one is stuck inside for for a period of time.
1: Yeah, so you've been spending a lot of time inside lately. What's What's been up with that?
0: Yeah, so um, the long and short of it, uh, Baby Force's Daycare uh, had an exposure now. Uh, for those that are listening in, uh, in the province of BC, you're probably familiar with how the province is approaching exposures in a school setting. But for those that are are not in our province, essentially exposures in a school setting and in, in daycare, childcare facilities are sort of considered that that school setting aren't considered too big of a deal because. Transmission uh, amongst kids seems to be low, which blows my mind because if there's one thing that I have known about daycare so far is that it's, and I think I've joked about it on this show, it's like biological research activities that take place between kids swapping snot. Like what goes around daycare comes home and knocks mom and dad flat in their butt.
1: Well, I mean, we've said previously that uh, this year has probably been the healthiest year of our lives since we haven't been in contact with anybody and haven't got any germs. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm with your theory there. Well, and and slightly,
0: you know, off kilter to the theory is that you know we have had baby force in daycare um, throughout for the most part, and yet to your point, things have tended to be a little bit better, knock on wood. But this, there was an exposure event. This uh, notice uh, was received over the course of the Easter long weekend. And so our daycare had a very progressive policy, is that if there was ever a positive test or positive exposure of COVID-19 in the daycare, whether it be staff or a student, our daycare had made it very clear we will shut down for two weeks out of the abundance of caution for everyone. And, you know, there are a number of reasons as to why they had chose to go sort of this very progressive route. One, staffing. It's not like schools where you can go and get substitute teachers. The staffing pool for childcare settings is much less um, available uh, for, I guess, lack of a better way to describe it. And then two, it was just a matter of the unknowns, about uh, transmission and, you know, obviously in a childcare setting, as much as the science might suggest it doesn't go from kid to kid very easily or kid to adult very easily, um, the daycare just wanted to be better safe than sorry. So Vancouver Coastal Health gets involved and they say, no, 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 you don't need a shutdown. There's only, you know, one person, one positive test. They need to isolate uh, for two weeks. Um, we'll notify everyone and anyone that they had deemed a close contact, they'd reach out to what was weird was that it was a staff member that tested positive and essentially all staff would be considered close contact because they actually had staff meetings. And again, it's it's not like they're having any staff meetings outside. They tried to provide some form of distance, but again, indoors and uh coastal health was like, ah, you know, not that big of a deal. We want to keep the childcare facilities open because they're critical and crucial and, and all sorts of other things. And I am sure I'm I'm completely understanding that this is very crucial for for parents. Um, And uh, our daycare operator forwarded us this letter, and we're like, okay, well, we know it's closing anyway for two weeks. And then the following day, we get an email saying, yeah, so that letter, they've withdrawn it. There's now since been more positive tests, this time with kids in both the under three and over three. Mm. And on one of them, uh, it was a family. Now, who was telling us this? Not Coastal Health. This was our daycare operator sort of in the information. So we don't know who, but she's provided us some context and we had decided prior to any of this, we were going to keep baby force home for two weeks because the grand scheme, we would prefer to, you know, keep ourselves here instead of possibly spreading the virus. You know, it's just what we thought we'd do. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Vancouver coastal health uh, updated their guidance and said, yeah, this childcare facility is closed two weeks. And their instructions were that anyone, all staff and students had to isolate, which in itself is interesting because how does one isolate a almost four-year-old in you know, like, like, do we lock her in a room and tell her to,
1: yeah, that is an interesting, cause I mean, there is a lot of talk about the psychological impact on kids and, you know, what this year will do to kids, but I can only imagine that locking your child in her room for two weeks and not, having anything to do with her would be a bad step. And that would actually Mm -hmm. have some pretty serious psychological impact on her. I mean, that would be many, many, many years of therapy that you'd be paying for later.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's really weird. Like the guidance is that they need to isolate. it's like, wait, what do we lock a room? And then like the, like the bullet points, it's like, oh, try to, you know, stay apart from each other. Um, wash, 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 sanitize, sanitize, wear masks around them. And it's like, Okay my nearly four-year-old daughter is not going to understand much of this. And two, it's not like she has a room we can lock her in. We're in a one-bedroom condo. Her room is our room.
1: Man. That car, the cardboard box in the corner.
0: Yeah, maybe. Um, she's been co-sleeping because why not? We have a king-size bed. Apparently, it fits three or two and a half, depending yep. on your, your context. So, you know, all of this is at play. And, yeah, we decided, oh, We're, we're in it together. So for the last, well, now week we have been stuck inside. And what's really interesting is how a lot of the, the instructions and sort of the suggestions and activities to get up to don't apply to those who live in a condominium like we do. Like it's like, Oh, you know, safely venture into your yard. (laughs) I don't got one. Um, we have a balcony, but I mean, our building has a roofing project. We're supposed to stay off the balcony and considering the debris and stuff that's falling on it every day,
1: we don't want to go out there anyway. And of course you have to try to eat your breakfast in the East wing as opposed to anywhere else. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. you stay out of the tennis course during the day because there's nothing but problems there. Yeah. It's not really realistic to the way of life here in Vancouver. I mean, I, there. I'm sure there are people that have that option. I don't really know many of them though. So yeah, I can totally feel for you there.
0: Yeah. And you know, the struggle through this so far has really been the physical element uh, that. Our daughter is lacking. Like we're trying to find creative ways to get her to burn off some of the energy and have sort of that physical engagement inside a condominium setting where we can't have her running around jumping up and down because that creates a problem for our neighbor downstairs, yeah. and adds an additional layer of if they were to go and complain about such noise, there is a good chance that we get held accountable for it. Like it's just a weird situation. Um. So like we, I, I put out a call like, uh, hey, any recommendations? And a number of people recommended the Go Noodle video uh, YouTube channel. I have no idea what that is. Um,
1: it's It sounds dirty. You know, actually, <laughs> it,
0: could, it could be a different uh, type of channel on a different video platform. Um, essentially, like dancing and activities. Okay. Baby Force, not all interest. In yeah. fact, her words, I don't like this daddy.
1: Kids get smart uh, at some point.
0: Yeah, we. I tried this yoga one, and she's just like, nah, man, I'll watch it. but she's not interested in sort of following along. Um, We eventually uh, found how we can get her to sort of move and dance. And that's just by putting music on. And then she just, you know, shakes, shakes the body. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty cool because that's infinitely better than daddy shaking his body.
1: Now, don't you have like, say, a Dance Dance Revolution pad sitting in a corner somewhere that you haven't used or, I mean, that's something that I did early on in the pandemic. We pulled out, we had a Dance Dance Revolution for the GameCube, I believe it was, Mario Mm -hmm. Mix, where you've got Mario dancing. And so I pulled that out for the kids and they did some serious dancing for a couple of days and that was uh, enough for a little while. So
0: so my wife had one for the PS2. Oh, okay. I think we might still have the PS2, but I think the pad itself is gone. Um ring fit adventure. I actually tried to get her to do that.
1: Nope. It's actually, it's too hard for that level too. My, my daughter is, she's six now and she finally got when she was about five, she was able to be strong enough to push it together. Mm. But, uh, before that it was just frustration.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, we never even got to that point to, to push it together. And you're probably raising a very fair point. I never considered that she wouldn't be able to push it, but the point is like, I was trying to explore different ways. Um, A few other people suggested, oh, do like a scavenger hunt or an obstacle course. it's like, okay, um, (laughs) we don't have a lot of ground to cover, but. It's in the left corner of the room. It's in the right corner of the room. It's, that's sort of it, right? Like we're in this weird, weird space. So it, it, we've made do. She's actually been good, all things considered. It's just, you can tell there's a lot of, a lot of beans in her that need to be let loose and. Those jumping beans.
1: Yeah, we're lucky for that. I mean, we our unit's right over a breezeway, so we don't have to worry about anybody underneath us. And mm-hmm. uh, there's also an emergency stairway beside us, so we don't actually have anybody on the side either. So if the kids jump and bounce off the walls. Nobody's going to hear them. It's also a concrete building, so it's pretty hard. So, I mean, early on the pandemic, my, my son was doing uh, online parkour
0: which Mm -hmm. had him
1: jumping through things in the living room, which was pretty sweet. And uh, yeah, so we've done a lot of those, those kind of dance activities and online activities. And we haven't had to worry about sound, which has been kind of a lifesaver until we actually went outside. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Wood wood frame building here. So everything passes through. If there's one saving grace is that during the week, because of the re-roofing project, the thumps and bumps kind of mask her thumping and bumping um but then come to the weekend <clears throat> can't do that anymore at night shouldn't be doing it anymore so we're we're as i say you know dealing with things as they as they approach the uh we got out to the balcony today which was cool and uh, we nice. did not get out to the yesterday because of course uh the roofing company posts a notice that they'll be working and sure enough they were working right above our our unit um but it was nice to get out there with the bubble machine and uh, proceed to You know, essentially have enough bubbles that if you lived in the uh, Fraser Delta, you probably saw them coming from our condo. Awesome. That was was good fun. This week is going to be tough, though, because it's supposed to be beautiful spring weather and we'll be stuck indoors for the... The better part of the week.
1: Yeah, I shouldn't probably talk about it, but about an hour and a half ago, we were down at the beach enjoying a beautiful, beautiful sunset because there was an amazing Vancouver sunset tonight. Mm. One of those ones that you just you want to be here for it. And people, you saw people stopping all over the place and taking pictures left sunset because that's the West Coast. So yeah, we we were enjoying that. So I, oh, I'm and I'm sorry I didn't mention that at all. I, I'm not trying to. No, it's,
0: we would, I mean, if we weren't isolating right now, we would have been outside. We would have probably walked into, into town or walked along a river or something like that. Like gone to a playground and we can't do any of that. Um, you know, baby force hasn't actually asked to go. She understands why we're here. Like if you were to ask her, um, she would tell, tell you that, oh, we're, we have to stay at home because one of my teachers and my friends got coronavirus. So she'll tell you this, and and she sort of gets that she's not going to daycare. Um, but, yeah, no. You can tell. She sort of wants to, wants to go but doesn't ask.
1: Yeah, it's such a weird time right now because, I mean, last year, this time, when we were first doing this, we were looking at the U.S., and we were all scared of the U.S. and everything, and now it's sort of reverse where the U.S. put out a – Yeah, the CDC said, don't go to Canada. Yeah, Washington the other day said, don't go to Canada. So, I mean, that's sort of where we're at. We have the – we have variants ripping through our population and sort of worst case scenario for what the CDC and everybody else was hoping for. So yeah, we're in a very different spot these days. It's very, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's kind of, you want to hide inside and not go outside. That's kind of where I'm at.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that being said, um, I understand that uh, someone has uh, recently received their upgrade.
1: So that's true, actually. Yeah, I completely unexpectedly, and I mean, we won't get into health matters, but um, I was eating a chocolate bar and I opened the wrapper and inside the wrapper, there was a golden ticket. Sweet. And so I took the golden ticket and that's actually how they're giving them out in BC now. It's within mm-hmm. chocolate bars. Coffee crisp, right? Coffee, coffee crisp, or, or yeah, anything that's branded with a nerdy dad cast on it. You, you can trust it's going to be a ticket inside that bar. So I got my bar and sure enough, I opened up the ticket and I got to tell you when I, when I think first, when I first opened up the envelope and saw that it was, um, it was surprising first off. And I sort of, I I teared up because I tell you, it's been, it was sort of the first sign that, uh, some of this might be over sometime soon. Mm -hmm. And so I made my appointment and went down to Canada place, uh, the very iconic building under the sails in Vancouver, and I went inside and I got got in line first thing in the morning, and there was like thirty of us in line, and it was actually it was pretty quick and pretty efficient, and walked through. I think the one thing that hit me was uh, they they sit you down at one point and she asked me she said and and why are you here this morning, and I didn't quite know how to answer that question because <laughs> I, I, that it, it was you know, I just heard there's good coffee here and there's not, they they're not serving coffee, but, um, yeah. So I went and I got my poke and it was uh, or a jab. It's jabs. The British way it's jab. Mm-hmm. So jab. Yeah. So I got my jab and, um, and yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's pretty jab tastic, I guess. Uh, I'm not going to say that I'm changing anything that I'm doing really, but, um, the rest of my family still doesn't have the jab and obviously kids aren't eligible for being jabbed yet so Mm -hmm. we still have to play safe but it certainly is a certain element of relief that it's finally finally happened and finally moving forward and i i mean the way they were talking originally i wasn't personally expecting it until probably july or august but um yeah moving when i got the got the golden ticket i was like heck yeah i'm in yeah
0: the uh you know, the fact that, uh, you've had that opportunity is phenomenal. Like I, I consider how my parents, for instance, um, my mother has her appointment next weekend. My no. father has his appointment, uh, next week, which is weird. So, um, I don't know what the process was for you once you got your golden ticket and how you sort of were able to, to register for, for an appointment uh but my parents had to go through the new provincial process so yeah. it used to be it was like all the health regions but they went through the provincial process so my mom is a year older than my my dad and therefore she qualified a little bit ahead of him because you know that's just the way it is so she goes online she registers and then that afternoon she gets her phone call like it she she was one of the people lined up at 8am to prove the website worked, yep. got her stuff done. She actually registered my dad at that time too, because heaven forbid my parents follow the rules, but system. There weren't care. any
1: rules though. So that was the thing. The first thing the website came out, there were no real rules. It was just like, sign up. So yeah, I know like my wife signed up because it didn't have the age restrictions at that point. So I was like, okay, sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So my mom gets the phone call that afternoon. She books her appointment and it's a week and a half out. So, Okay. At least it's booked, right? Like it, we can half out whatever it's it's booked. Uh, and then the following day, my dad gets a phone call, and they're like, "Yeah, so um, let's book you." And he got booked in like four days before her, <laughs> so it's really weird. Now they're also going to like two different like clinics. So see that I'm matters. Yeah, one closer. My dad's going to one a little bit further away, but he didn't go. Like my dad didn't go and say, "Send me to wherever you need to send me." I just want it quick the person booking the appointment struggled to understand where it was they lived. Mm. And, uh, that, that location that they gave my dad was the closest to where they live. So, but it's the sense of relief that knowing my, my parents will be vaccinated soon. I know my mother-in-law has been vaccinated. Um, she was two weeks ago. I want to say, uh, my father-in-law still has yet to get his, uh, it's not that he doesn't want to, or, I don't know, he essentially it's a needle thing.
1: Oh, okay. Like it's,
0: it's, it's not a vaccination thing. It's the,
1: the needle thing. Like I've had a lot of needles in my life and that one was not at all. It was, you couldn't feel it at all. It's a very light one. Yeah.
0: The, uh, it, but again, he'll, he'll get it. Um, and then based on sort of the rate things are going, I mean, presuming they obviously supply keeps up and the appointment cadence, it stays the same. I want to say it'll be in two weeks time that I might potentially be able to book. Um, you know, cause it's now we have the fifty-five, sixty-five that in the province of BC can get the AstraZeneca through pharmacies, but I want to say it's now, I want to say it's like 60 and up. Can,
1: yeah, it's get to that point somewhere around there. I, I haven't really paid too close attention. My, I think my grandfather probably got his, but he's in his eighties, so you know mm-hmm. he's he was up there. But um, yeah, I think it's in that area, and hopefully, I mean, obviously, as it comes down the time gauge, there's more and more in that population or in that ring of time. So uh, that makes it a little bit longer for everybody. But um, hopefully, hopefully, supply picks up and everything speeds up, and we can, you know start to put on a good show like the Americans are.
0: Yeah. The, uh the thing about what we see sort of happening in the U S is the fact that there's so much supply and availability. Yeah. Like how many stories do we hear at least up this way of like appointments going unfilled and having all this extra vaccine available. And up here, I know there was uh, Ontario for a spell, um, had, appointments going unfilled but for the most part like what vaccine is available is getting used in fact to the extent that our province has gone off the the board with the follow-up you'll you'll get it in sometime in the next decade i think is it
1: yeah and that's a weird thing too i mean i it's i want everyone else to have it obviously but now that I have the first one, it's like, okay, so four months. Is that really a good idea? I don't know. Other health authorities are saying that's not the best idea and blah, blah, blah. But, so, again, it's just a matter of stay It's like, yes, I've had the first shot. But I've mm-hmm. also seen family in the States get both of theirs and friends in the States get both of theirs. And, you know, we're not going to change anything at all until all of us have both of theirs, both of mm-hmm. ours. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's
0: the, the surreal part. I, you know, was actually thinking today. At what point in time does almost like a, I want to say like vaccine tourism or health tourism industry start up? Because the other thing I've noticed is there are a lot of Canadian snowbirds, which again, for those that don't uh, maybe live in Canada, uh, understand the term. It's essentially people who travel to warmer temperatures for the winter they are called snowbirds well, they're, they often go to the US, Florida, California, Arizona, and there are so many stories of these snowbirds who are getting their vaccine and getting both vaccinations, uh, and yet they're still, on their return, being forced to go into quarantine um, for two weeks, and that's to them, it's, uh, I don't understand why I have to do this, um, or if they fly into Canada, oh my God, you're going to put me in a hotel, and I don't want to stay in a hotel, why do you have to do this, and... Well, I understand the story is they have their immunization. Why do they still have to do the whole health uh, protocols? I'm thinking, like, well, wait a minute. If they're able to go and get the vaccine down there already, why are more people not suddenly snowboarding for like two weeks? Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I just, I'm just curious. Yeah, I'm not going
1: to do it. No. And I'll just keep my fingers crossed. Everything goes well, or starts, goes well, goes better, goes things here. And pe- everybody gets theirs, because that's what's going to be important.
0: Yeah. Uh, any, uh, so your wife, she's got her appointment, or not her appointment, her registration number.
1: Yeah. No, we, we kind of expected she would get the golden ticket, too, and she hasn't so far. So, yes, she registered on the website. And yeah. because, like I said, the first morning, there was no instructions. It was just, sign up. Yeah. So so yeah um as far as we know that's that's all the news we have in the moment and yeah i'm i have my first shot so i'm or my first dose so i'm so protected and it's kicking my immune system's kicking to over drive and i can tell you're like
0: glowing right
1: now yeah it was for the first day i was well actually the first the first day was all right the second day was the one that hit me in the face like suddenly i did not feel good the second day that was my <laughs> my immune system was doing its job so yeah. um so yeah but now now it's all good
0: yeah, I can't relate to this vaccine, but obviously, as someone who gets his flu shot every year, that's what the flu shot does. It's like I get a—I almost feel like I get a cold with the flu shot.
1: Yeah, this, is, this was the first year I've ever had my flu shot, so I, it's a new experience for me. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I—I I didn't always get them until suddenly work started offering them for free, and I'm like, "Well, Jesus,
1: <laughs> anything you jab in my arm, I'll take it." Oh, <laughs> yeah, give it to that's me. That's not a good idea.
0: Caffeine, flu shot. Maybe there's a 2 on one version.
1: I don't know. I'll do it at Um, home. I'll do it at home.
0: But, uh, you know, you mentioned that you sort of as a a family unit have decided that you're going to continue to stay, you know, in sort of lockdown protocol – yeah as everyone is or just your family or
1: i have one friend and neighbor that's gotten it as well so i guess we could go out and hang out together maybe i'm not sure how that works but uh but yeah no we're still obviously got to stay together and Mm -hmm. bubble and all of the things because you know we've been doing it this long and like we mentioned earlier the kids still aren't eligible for it they are they are doing the initial tests on i think i think last thing I read about was like eight year old eight year olds and up had been approved or something but uh or getting close to being approved yeah. but until kids are there and wife's there then yeah we we can't really change a whole lot
0: yeah yeah it'll be uh it'll be interesting times I think we were thinking sort of late last year how oh you know what might we do come the fall like might we travel somewhere might we be going places um and while that might be a possibility where maybe less um gung-ho about it just yeah because it depends you, where well you, like for us even it would be local like if we went somewhere it would be the sunshine coast to visit the in-laws yeah like we wouldn't be going anywhere outside of really what we what our summer bubble was last year my family my wife's family well, that's it that was our bubble yeah and even if everyone's vaccinated say for the kids, that would still be our 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 likely bubble. Oh. Anywho, um <laughs> uh, one thing I learned since our last episode, uh baby force is a soccer player. We actually really? enrolled her in um this soccer sort of uh, private soccer lessons. Okay. Uh, it's private in so much that it's uh a guy that runs it as opposed to sort of through like the city. Uh, outdoors, every, all the kids are wearing masks. And so we thought, you know what, we're, we're okay with this. We yeah. want her to have this, this, the social experience. I mean, we're sending her to daycare, so yeah, this is probably better. Um, obviously that didn't happen this weekend, but, uh, I can't explain it, but my daughter was so much more. Like, I don't know, like she's very, she plays sort of the shy card. I don't want to say she plays the card, but like she's, she's shy around people that she's not, doesn't really know or is comfortable with. And so we sort of presume that would be the case for this first class and she's out there, she's shouting, she's like, you know, following instructions. She's running, kicking, she's doing everything. It's like. She cursed
1: the referee, didn't she?
0: Well, oh, I mean, if, if there was a referee to be cursed at, she might have.
1: The famous like, golden it, mouth comes out.
0: I was blown away at how much she sort of came out of the shell. We thought she would be living in. Um, so I don't know if it was just the, you know, pandemic sort of with all this pent up, I want to go and do stuff inside of her. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I'm, I got to sort of experience that and it was glorious. One nice. Because it's soccer. Cause I'm a soccer guy. Uh-huh. Um, but to just seeing her with this, like, Smile ear to ear on her face, um, just you know the 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 immense joy she had.
1: Um, yeah. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Especially, I like I totally, I definitely missed that. That's sort of my my key thing. I mean, I personally never had any athletic ability whatsoever. Really, and I don't think, so. and I didn't really have the opportunity to do many of those kind of programs when I was a kid either. So. I remember watching my own son and daughter and I mean, my son gets into everything and he's into mm. parkour and he's into diving and he's into swimming and he's into ice skating and into all these activities. And yeah, that moment when you're watching them and they're just lit up and they're kicking butt at these things. And, uh, and yeah, that whole pride that you feel and joy. And it's a, brings a tear to my eye just thinking of it right now. Cause it's been so long and that's something, I mean, we've been talking about that where it's like, that's, of the things we really want to get back to and get those activities going because yeah they're we miss them he misses them and that's Mm -hmm. like the one time like my son is super it's like super optimistic boy super he's always smiley. but if you mention if you talk about the old times and how he used to do diving or i used to do parkour and that's the one thing that'll get him to tear up every time and be like "Mm, don't don't mention that so yeah we know he misses it
0: yeah and i was like when we were we were some sort of friends from our prenatal class had approached us saying, Hey, you know, would, would baby force be interested in this? And my wife and I talked it over and decided that it's out, like, we obviously had to sort of do the risk analysis. Like, is this something we want to to put her in because of the, you know, the vector of transmission, the, what might possibly happen and having sort of weighed it, we decided, no, it's outdoors. I mean, it's, it's following health guidance. Like we're not breaking rules. Yeah. Um, and every, all the kids are wearing masks um, so we said you know let's let's do it and we're we're kind of happy we made we made that decision cuz it's so nice to see her you know getting to do this again it's almost that that little taste of normalcy that I, we've all been lacking i kind of want to be out there kicking the ball and doing soccer oh, photos no and and running to or getting close to the cheetah and then running away because the cheetah is hungry and you know, all this other stuff.
1: That little bit of normal that's yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's very, I I never thought I'd miss normal, but I kind of miss normal. Yeah.
0: Well, as we sort of, you know, start to wrap things up, uh, what nerdy stuff you've been up to lately? You, you actually, before we clicked record, apparently I had some ominous background music because of some game you were playing.
1: Oh, yeah. No, it's like I have this weird addiction to various Steam games. I will sit there and just like my wife will go through YouTube and I'll sit there and play random games on Steam. So I, really, the, you know, the time is like civilization, stuff like mm-hmm. that. So my two, I sort of get on a little binge every now and then, and I actually have to delete them off my computer, or I will start playing them just over and over and over again. So right now, I'm playing Scythe, which I don't know if you've ever played the board game Scythe. I'm guessing you haven't. probably haven't. It's a it's a pretty great board game came out, so I don't know, seven or eight years ago. And so I'm just playing the computer, the, the digital version of that, and I'll just sit there for hours and play over and over and over, and it's not really... It's just like keeping my mind going like a hamster wheel, pretty much. It's like the little hamster running aside. So that's been sort of... But yeah, like like you said, normally I just sit there with it on mute, so I don't hear the music. But when we started today, I put my headphones on to get ready, and no, there was the music. And it really did sound like you had a pretty ominous background. I thought that you know your week in solitary had changed you <laughs> epically. But uh, no, I guess that's not true. So yeah. it was on me this time.
0: Oh, well, I maybe do need ominous music in my life.
1: And what about you? I mean, you've had a week in solitude, Terry, now, so you have nothing but time.
0: Well, and this is, this is actually introduced the problem. There are so many different titles I have access to, obviously, in my Steam library, my Epic Games library, like every launcher library. Um, I've got the PlayStation. I've got the Oculus. And it's almost like I have too many options, and I can't find the one that I'm really interested in. I found myself returning to sort of Old familiar. I played a little bit of Overwatch over the past couple of weeks. I've played Hearthstone. And I'm I'm almost looking for something different. Like I have this urge to suddenly play like Sim City. Mm. Like that sort of style of game where it's it's just me um, putting stuff together, building things. I can sort of put it you know, drop it, pick it back up, start, you know, not start over, but
1: continue where I left off. I haven't found it yet. See, I think that's where my civilization binges come in. Cause it's like, sometimes you just think this civilization isn't doing great. So I can probably do it better in steam and I'll just yeah. go there. So, well, yeah. and,
0: and I, the difficulty I have with Civ it, uh, and I don't mean to call it Civ, but can actually be is, you know, time passes through it so quickly. Oh yeah. <laughs> like it's- I, I I would sit down and suddenly it's, it's like four a.m.
1: Hey. Yeah, and it's the sun's
0: fun. starting to come up again.
1: And it's funny because I did that. Like I remember back with the first Civilization, and I I was a teenager, so it was many many years ago. And yeah, me and a buddy, we'd have sleepovers and we'd sit there and play Civilization, and it would be till suddenly before in the morning, and we'd be playing the first. Thing. So something with that game never changes because now decades and decades and decades and almost centuries later still does the same damn thing yeah
0: I want another Alpha Centauri mm.
1: yeah like it's never been Alpha
0: Centauri, it just I could, I could put in it sometime like that's the thing is like I I'm kind of looking for maybe that like I'm and then I'm but then I'll tell you like I also want sort of a co-op experience like that I don't know what I want
1: and railroad tycoon Oh, Classics. Railroad Tycoon. Would, oh my goodness. Yeah. All um, the all those computer games of the nineties that haven't come back, those are the ones I watch.
0: Yeah. Railroad like Railroad Tycoon. Oh my goodness. I I gotta I wonder if I have it in my library somewhere and how would how would it hold up?
1: Yeah, it's like fair question. I think the last one I, I did do that like last time I had a PC, which was a while mm. ago, so a decade ago anyways, but yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, man, geez, now I'm going to go into the library again. No, I got another old games in isolation, so it's not like, uh, you know, we're not going anywhere.
1: Yeah, I mean, you um, have all the modern systems, so you might as well go back 30 years and play those games
0: instead. <laughs> well, on that note, just before, uh, well, not just before we click Reward, but uh, this afternoon, while uh, Baby Force was down for a nap and my wife had decided she needed one too, I was playing Warcraft 3 Reforged. There you go. Which... I understand many people aren't too keen on it because of how uh, Blizzard said it would look and how it came out, Uh, but I love Warcraft. Like, Warcraft 1, Warcraft 2, Warcraft 3. That really got me into the Warcraft world. Um, It's what sort of got me into WoW, but I want another Warcraft RTS. I love Starcraft. Hey, give me a Starcraft RTS too, but I just want another Warcraft RTS.
1: The two I've been doing lately, I've been doing more Spider Man on the PS5 and, uh, and the 99, like Nintendo released uh, Pac Man oh, 99 Batman this week.
0: 99. Yeah, I was so, going to check it out.
1: So I did because I, I got really addicted to Tetris 99. I'm a big Tetris guy. And then the Mario one, I played some of that. I didn't play as much. And then they took it off the system and deleted it from the world or something because they killed Mario, those bastards. But, um, and then they, what? well, apparently, you know. Mario had his year-long celebration, and then uh, they took all my the Mario games off. And so people were saying that the March 10th, I think it was, was no March 10th was Mario Day. March 31st was the day they kill Mario. So now Mario's hmm. dead, I guess. But anyways, then they released Pac-Man 99, and that's it's it's interesting. I, I don't know that I love it or anything yet, but it's it's interesting.
0: So like do you throw extra ghosts at your competitors?
1: You do. Like... Yeah. It's like you can, you a get extra ghosts, which then line up and you can eat them all. When you eat them all, it throws extra ghosts at your, or it throws actually ghost Pac-Man symbols and they're kind of like speed bumps. So as you're going around the course, if you hit one of these Pac-Man symbols, it then slows your Pac-Man down. Mm. And so that's kind of annoying, but yeah, it's uh it's yeah, it's, it's all right.
0: I might check it out. That's,
1: I got third Remember place. Retrograde. Third place is the best I've done so far, so yeah. which well, is bad for
0: I don't think I think I was top ten of Tetris. Um with Mario, I maybe top twenty five.
1: I think I've done I've won Tetris like I think a dozen times maybe out of the like thousand times I played. And yeah, Mario was probably top twenty-five as well. But yeah.
0: yeah. Oh well. Well, anywho, uh, we might as well look to wrap things up. As we said, it's been a couple of weeks. Things will have obviously progressed uh, in the world. Two weeks from now, when we get back together, Chris will I be on quarantine. Hopefully, I yeah. mean, we we technically speaking need to isolate for one additional week because it is possible that uh, things uh, progress to the point that one of us were to test positive. Knock on wood, that doesn't happen we're all feeling healthy. We're all feeling fine. Um, if there's one caveat to that, it's amazing how every little like sniffle ache, like heck, if my knee cracks, I'm like, Oh my goodness. Is this it? Like it's, I'm almost hypersensitive to everything that's going on in my body right now.
1: And instead it's just age. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which is, is its own, uh, beast to, to deal with. But, uh, what final words of wisdom do you have for all of our listeners there, John?
1: You know, I, I, I don't really have any. I'm just sort of, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm hoping that you all get your vaccine or, or, or have already had your vaccine. And uh, I'm hoping you all get to dream a little bit about normal.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, as for me, I hope everyone gets their golden ticket. And if you do, um, remember, uh, don't be too greedy. Um, follow Mr. Wonka's instructions as best as you can. And eventually, uh, you'll get Canada Place given to you or something like that. Oh, so is that how it back.
1: works? I think so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So John now owns Canada Place. Sweet. But uh, you can find us online, nerdysetnerdydadcast dot com. Obviously on Twitter at nerdydadcast, Facebook dot com slash nerdydadcast, feedback at nerdydadcast.com dot com for all of the crazy things you want to tell us. If you want to go that route. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back in two weeks, I think. Ish. Ish. All right. Time is funny. Sometimes stuff happens. Uh, But it happened, John and myself, Chris, are going to sign off this episode asking you to stay nerdy, my friends.